0: Hello, I am back again with another um, unplanned little episode, a little squirrel episode. And what got me to thinking about this is I, I woke up this morning after Good Friday yesterday and just contemplating that and reflecting on that and going to church and just really taking it all in the magnitude of what that day represents and just celebrating it really. But I woke up this morning and before I got out of bed, I was just lying there and I kept thinking about Saturday like that there's that day in between Good Friday and Easter Sunday and uh, just the waiting you know that waiting and really truly the silence it just kept it just kept playing through my mind what about Saturday that was kind of the question that kept going through my mind what about Saturday how how do we reconcile this? What were those, uh, all the followers that were waiting in between? They saw the crucifixion and then they're waiting. You know, they they really don't know what's to come right on Sunday, but what was that day like for them and what did they do during that? And so um, anyway, that was just really going through my mind. And then uh, I got up and um, sat in my little spot that I like to sit in to spend time with Jesus and um, got a text from my dear friend, Tara. And this was what she sent me, just, it's like a one, two sentences. I want to read it to you. On this Saturday, we are invited to wait with the disciples in the silence of what we cannot see, to live between what is and what is to come, between dashed hopes, mysterious promises, and the dream of resurrection. On Saturday, we wait and steady our gaze on the quiet, unseen work of a redemptive God. I just thought that was so powerful. And for me, of course, as soon as I read that, I was like, okay, Lord, you are really speaking to me today about this whole Saturday thing. It was confirmation for me. And so I went ahead and uh, dug a little deeper. I I did go back and read all of the four gospel accounts that I had I had mentioned yesterday in that, uh, that episode when I was reading that article written from uh, the Crosswalk uh, website about Good Friday, you know, what's, what's good about Good Friday. And, and there were those four different, um, you know, references there in the four gospels of the resurrection, I mean, of the, um, crucifixion and resurrection, the whole count. So I read that this morning and as I was reading it, you know, it just really, it was very obvious, not much happened, <laughs> not much happened on that Saturday, except for, um, the fact that it was Sabbath, it was the day of rest for that in the the Jewish custom, custom, then, you know, their Sabbath is truly on Saturday, sun, sundown on Friday to sun up on, on Saturday, sundown on Saturday. And there's not much that they did. The word prepare came up a lot, they prepared, and they rested. And just as, the word told them to just as their custom told them to. So there was just a lot of rest and waiting and being still in his presence, just being still in his presence. So that was what really stood out to me that there was not much. And then, um, after I read all that, I did a little bit of research and I was just looking up some different articles, different things about Saturday, the silence, um, that happened on Saturday. And I found this great article by Max Lucato. and, um, I read that this morning and then um I had uh, breakfast with a friend and came back and um saw something as I just sat down after my breakfast and was just kind of reflecting on that conversation um I saw something that my friend had posted on her page about Saturday the silence of Saturday and it it looked so familiar <laughs> like I think I just read that and sure enough it was the exact article that I had just read And just very poignant, very um, thought-provoking, and really um, uh, encouraging, just an encouraging article. So I am going to do exactly what I did yesterday. I'm just going to read it to you. Um, So here we go. The Silence of Saturday by Max Licato. Jesus is silent on Saturday. The women have anointed his body and placed it in Joseph's tomb. The cadaver of Christ is as mute as the stone which guards it. He spoke much on Friday. He will liberate the slaves of death on Sunday. But on Saturday, Jesus is silent. So is God. He made himself heard on Friday. He tore the curtains of the temple. He opened the graves of the dead, rocked the earth, blocked the sun of the sky, and sacrificed the sun of heaven. Earth heard much of God on Friday. Nothing on Saturday. Jesus is silent. God is silent. Saturday is silent. Easter weekend discussions tend to skip Saturday. Friday and Sunday get the press. The crucifixion and the resurrection command our thoughts, but don't ignore Saturday. You have them too. Silent Saturdays. The day between the struggle and the solution. The question and the answer. The offered prayer and the answer thereof. Saturday's silence torments us. Is God angry? Did I disappoint him? God knows Jesus is in the tomb. Why doesn't he do something? Or in your case, God knows your career is in the tank. Your finances are in the pit. Your marriage is in a mess. Why doesn't he act? What are you supposed to do until he does? You do what Jesus did. Lie still. Stay silent. Trust God. Jesus died with this conviction. You will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. And that's from Acts 2. 227 Jesus knew God would not leave him alone in the grave. You need to know God will not leave you alone with your struggles. His silence is not his absence. Inactivity is never apathy. Saturdays have their purpose. They let us feel the full force of God's strength. Had God raised Jesus 15 minutes after the death of his son, would we have appreciated the act? Were he to solve your problems the second they appear, would you appreciate his strength? For his reasons, God inserts a Saturday between our Fridays and Sundays. If today is one for you, be patient. As one who endured the silent Saturday wrote, Be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. James 5, 7. So I just, uh, I just thought that was so, um, like I said, poignant, profound, encouraging, and I wanted to share that, um, and just remind us that silence is not a bad thing. (laughs) Um, and it's, and it's definitely a very, um, common thing. We all go, we all have it. We all have our Fridays. (laughs) We all have our Saturdays and praise the Lord. We all have our Sundays. We have hope 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 so much hope for this Easter season and and really every season we're in we can be looking towards the resurrected Christ Christ and all that he has in store for us so um, I just want to want to end in prayer for us today father God I just come before you and thank you so much Lord for um, seasons of waiting because we know God that um, we Even though you're silent, we know you're there. Even though we can't always see things or understand the things that are happening, we know that you're always there. You're always behind the scenes doing something. You are at work always. And we know, God, through your word, that you tell us you work all things together for the good of those who love you, those who are called according to your purpose. And so, even when um, we're going through those Friday seasons that are just uh, so full of grief and sorrow and doubt and fear. And then we have other seasons, those Saturday silent seasons where we're just crying out. We can't hear from you at all, Lord. We know, Lord, because... Of the hope that we have in Jesus, because Lord, we know the the truth in your word that you do work all these things together, that you will not abandon us, you won't leave us, you won't forsake us, or we know, Jesus, that we can have hope. And so I come before you now and I just pray for an extra little dose of hope for all of us right now, whatever season we're facing, whatever Friday season we're in, or silent Saturday season we may be in, Lord. I pray that we would fix our eyes on Sunday, that we would fix our eyes on you, Lord. Our 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 resurrected Christ, our hope, our living hope. You are alive, and we can have hope and faith because of this, Lord. And I just pray, God, for uh, like I said, just extra, extra doses, extra measures of hope right now for um, for these Friday or Saturday seasons that we might be in, Lord. We just uh, we thank you also for the gift of the, of Sabbath. We thank you for the gift of rest, and I pray for all of us that we would. Take that seriously, Lord. That you designed. Um, this is how you designed it. You want us to rest. You want us to be still. You know that that is um, something that we we need. It's a gift from you. And so I pray that all of us would just give ourselves permission to just stop doing and to just be still, to cease striving, and to know that you are God, Lord, and that um, to just come into your presence and experience you in new ways as we just sit at your feet and we're still and we're quiet and um just basking in your presence and um just that that stillness i just thank you for that gift of sabbath and i i do pray that we would all um take that very seriously because we know that you you know what's best for us and we tend to go 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 and We think that that's what we're supposed to be doing. And um, I confess, Lord, I do that a lot. And um, just thank you for the reminder to just be still, to just be still and to rest in you. So we thank you, Jesus, so much again for this season. We thank you for everything that um, this Easter season represents for us, Lord, especially the hope that we have in you. I pray all these things in the powerful, magnificent, mighty, and glorious name of Jesus. Amen.